you want to repel people. You want to have an essentially that magnetic marketing, like like a magnet works, is you want to repel the ones that aren't going to be a good fit for your brand. And you want to attract those ones that are a good fit for your brand. And that's what marketing should be. We make mistakes every day in basically every facet of life. Wouldn't it be nice to just skip a few? We'll help you fuck up less. Listen in. I am your host, Angelo, and our co-host Bob is here. How the fuck am I the co-host? I, I don't know, dude. Well, well, we're both co-hosts. We're equal. We're co We're equal co-hosts. Bob is no, that's fine. very, very upset about that one. That I was very upset. Was very deep, upset. Deep rooted right there. He was. He was a co- upset. He was a co-star on like a little league softball team, and uh, like he was a number two in the runner-up, and that. Just came out right there. You can see that was a deep-rooted issue. He was number two on that team. Did not get no, the trophy. I was number one. <laughs> number one. I did. I was the best pitcher in the league. Dude, I cannot, like the see game. A, I cannot see you as a pitcher. I was a phenomenal athlete. And uh, I, I do remember, it was, I don't remember what year of Little League, but we were about to win it. All I had to do was essentially walk the batter. And then, like, I don't know, game would have been over, whatever. I don't know why. Um, and uh, I was trying to strike him out. I was throwing fucking heat. He got a hit. We lost the game as a result. Um, but, you know, I picked myself up and uh, just kept getting better. Damn. But when, I was, when, I was going to say. too cute goes wrong. I know. I was going to, well, was, you know, going for the win. Always going for the W. You know, not just taking the easy route. But I was going to say that, I was almost happens. as upset as the, as, as those people as a, in your comments as I was reading your ad right before we launched. So that's how upset I was, as some of those people. Do you like the do, do the people in my comments are like very they're very angry people. I think that one of the reasons why I enjoy it every time I see your ads, I will go and click on the comments <laughs> just to see how upset some people are. I mean, I get it on my ads, but not nearly nah, as much as you. And it's probably budget and and how we run them. Um, no, it's know, the industry, dude. We do a lot of dynamic. We're the most but, hated. Uh, <laughs> dude, it is hilarious. But it also tells you when you look at somebody's comments like that, and there's a lot of people that they get really upset, but it's that's their own issue. That's their problem. But the fun of the things is like on our ads, like personal injury attorneys, everybody's up. Oh, personal injury attorneys are scumbags or scumbags or this and that. The industry itself, like personal injury attorneys are like lawyers are scumbags and the old joke I remember when I was younger, like, what's the worst thing about, you know, uh, five lawyers falling off a cliff in a car? It's like you could have fit one more in the trunk, right? Like that's how people think of lawyers. Like they think they're the scummiest people on earth. And it's yeah. like, dude, like what? Like why are they so bad? Like I hope one day you don't need an attorney. But like this is a different level. Like these are – this is attorneys hating now on other attorneys. It's like crabs in a bucket mentality and they literally on the comments – I get a kick out of some of the like. Do you see me responding back to some of them? I do, and that's I think part of it is I do like the way that you respond because I think it's hilarious and you go at them. I I think it's twofold. One, nobody wins when you're dealing with attorneys. I remember right. hearing that a long time ago, and it's like it's. I mean, like the attorneys that you work with are actually helping people out, but at the end of the day, it's like when you get to attorneys. I remember when I had to deal with, uh, you know, one of the lawsuits I had, and I was like, this is complete and utter bullshit. And they're like, that's just the way it is. I mean, I was two of them. I was like, this is just the way it is. I was like, this fucking sucks. Um, so dealing with them, but if you're going to use them, get a fucking shark. 
However, looking at the comments, I love reading your I love reading your responses, but at the same time, it goes to you look at what they're saying and how they're saying, you're like, this is your issue. You are the reason you are not successful. And it's like, it's, hey, here's this ad. You can want more information, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, fucking scam, probably never talked to you. Oh, this or that. And then you like ask a couple of things like, oh yeah, my bad. I didn't even read it or something of that nature. It's just, I need to see this, this. It's like, dude, it's it's free information. You can either click on it or you can or just keep scrolling. Like, dude, yeah. I'm, I, just, I just said that. I pulled up some, like, here's a comment from a guy. Do these clowns know how to smile? Perhaps they're tired from chasing ambulances as ed- ed- evidenced by their slogan. And my comment back was, we don't get tired. We train for ambulance chasing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should have just put like a picture of, or like a video of Rocky or GIF of Rocky's training in Rocky Four. Right. Like, this is us to be prepared for the ambulance. <laughs> Dude, that's going to be my next creative. Like I was like doing push-ups and sprints to chase ambulances. I got to get somebody with an ambulance and do it. And then he responds, understood. Be- Everyone has to be good at something. I was like, thanks for recognizing that. We appreciate you. Like, dude, like, <laughs> like these are the stupid responses that we give to people, man. It's just like, I don't know if that ad would work, but I think that would be a hilarious ad to use would be, you know, essentially like editing the Rocky scene, get Tyler to yeah. be like training and behind the scenes so that you can like have that. And it's like, Fucking Christian, you guys like all behind the computer and stuff like that. Just the make car your crashes and he's just like swinging yeah. through trees and, it's and like, bolting over. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're prepared. We're on this. Boom. I think, I don't know if it would convert, but it would be hilarious. Bro, it would be great for branding. It, and I, if I get a laugh yeah. out of it, I'll throw money at it. Yeah. I think, so I, I think you should do it. I think that would be hilarious. Dude, here's another guy. Grammar syntax much. He's making fun of like a grammar. And I was like, Makes intelligent people like you comment, thus boosting engagement and reach. Worked perfectly. You should, Thanks. You should go <laughs> and screenshot, do <laughs> screenshot all of these like really negative comments. Screenshot every single one of them. And then just have like results pop up, like the the amount of cases you've had, the settlements you've had, all that stuff. Whip in some like testimonials and stuff like that. But I think that would be a, a hilarious hook to the video would just be like boom, 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 like Dude, all these negative comments. So and then all your clients' successes and just be like, and then just hit them with a really badass call to action at the end. I think that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Dude, I got to get a videographer to do this stuff. Like I got to get like some legit, legit videographers to do this. All right, last comment I'm going to read because I'm reading them. You may be reading them. They're hilarious. This guy goes, if you were making eight figures, you'd hire someone to film this for you. I said, why? If you make eight figures and enjoy food, do you hire someone to eat for you? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Another guy goes, what do, what do you know? I said, nothing about lawyering, but probably more than you about running a business and an acquisition system. <laughs> Remember when Wendy's used to flame everybody on the comments? So good. Dude, that's all I want to do. I love our, and I'll send them to like our group chat in the morning to get the guys pumped up. And Tyler's like, dude, like Angelo is so good at this. And he just, he just like gets so much enjoyment off of like, people talking it feeds you it does it's like let them talk some shit and that's the hilarious thing like going to that comment it's like if you were doing this you'd have somebody do it for you it's like that part of that belief is why your business sucks because instead of you actually learning what works and then doing the work you're like who else can i outsource like what fucking like small businesses that's what all we work for i and i (laughs) but one of them like I remember talking to somebody yesterday, like, oh, we're hiring a videographer doing all this stuff. It's like, cool, that might be a great branding priest, but it's not going to help your business at the stage of the game it's at. You know, and I remember for 
the gyms. We had that fucking killer crew, J2, come out uh, and build. For the, for the Legion just, video, right? For Legion. Like, sick. And it's awesome. And it's great assets. And we're, we're still going to use it. They built a bunch of stuff. But that was a, a way over six-figure project. The stuff was awesome. But it still has yet to bring a client in. <laughs> like, well, you don't it's know. Not, like somebody might have saw that, then saw an ad, and like, oh, you bro, can't I, well, that. I well, that's the exact thing, though. It's at, where are you at the stage of your business to justify that? For it made right. total sense. It was a right. great. There's no actual return of investment on it, but we did run a lot of it as essentially an awareness video. It, it, right. We talked about why I was actually going to go. I would trash billboards all the time, but. You know, putting up billboards, if you dominate a market, so then you all you have your ads going on, you have your billboards going on, you have all your clients rocking your gear and shit like that. Your clients are constantly posting about you, talking about you, you're the topic of the dinner table, all the results, and then boom, they see it. They're like, all right, this person's it's it's a majority. Like that's where authority, that's where branding comes in, is here's this authority piece. And I think for most businesses, you use direct response to get started, and then you can fucking hit with the branding piece and it just solidifies you. It will reduce your acquisition costs. It pre-sells sure. people for you. Sure. And I think big ass brands ultimately you have, they are branded. But again, do you have a system already in place that's currently getting you clients consistently? If I spent X amount of dollars, I'm going to get Y amount of clients. Yeah. Focus on that fucking first. Yeah. Don't worry about, and that's, dude, so that's one of the things that we preface with our clients. We're like, Hey, when we launch ads, like it's probably going to be fucking ugly. They're like, Oh, you know, so like, I know you're probably going to say it's off brand, but what's off brand is the fact that you can't get any fucking clients. Right. So what, you brand, get clients, what, you might, what brand do you speak of? Yeah. It's like, Hey, do this. You have other pieces that you can put in brand. And there is like the messaging you use and all that stuff. And you position like, that's it. But sometimes the creative it's, it's, you want something else to really work because it looks fucking badass and it's really cool. But at the end of the day, what actually works is sometimes ugly as shit. So it's understanding that. But it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I went on that, but I love, I love those comments. Like right before we launched that I saw that I cracked up every time I see your ad. I look at it and I, I definitely look at it for the response. And I bet you, one, the engagement helps the ads. So it reduces all cost. And you responding and being active like that, there's other attorneys, and I'm sure you've had this, where like they probably made a comment on that in passing about it, like how you respond to ads, I bet, like helps you. So here's our attorneys send like screenshots of our ads, like, yo, that's crazy. That's awesome, dude. Love it. They almost like, and they'll talk about the other loser attorneys, right? Because they know they're not good business owners. They don't know what they're talking about. Like they're going to be out of business. They're going to be working for somebody else and they're never going to make it. Like, so they get it, right? So, so it almost like the losers are people who don't want to work with anyway. Like, so yeah. we, well, we yeah. attract the winners and they get a kick out of me you know, responding to the losers. I mean, that's like Dan Kennedy says, it's magnetic marketing. Exactly what you just said. We want our ads. Like we want the negative comments. We want to repel those who are not our good clients. That's why it's like, you're super boring. Hey, free trial, free this, blah, blah, blah. Here's this little blurb. Like that's why they suck. And it doesn't bring in good people because you're not speaking to your ideal client. And that's what so many business owners just miss out on. It's like, hey, understand who your actual client is in just the attorney space, there's a variety of different attorneys that you can work with. And then, then you, when you pick a certain kind of attorney, there's fucking thousands of them. You don't need a thousand of them and you don't want a thousand of them to have a massively successful business. And, or at least at the higher level, you could have thousands in, in other products, but you want to repel people. You want to have an, 
essentially that magnetic marketing, like like a magnet works, is you want to repel the ones that aren't going to be a good fit for your brand, and you want to attract those ones that are a good fit for your brand. And that's what marketing should be. Right. Um, I kind of remember what I was going to say. Um, you know, for anybody, it's like another point of like listening to this and why we did this was so that you can have literal like um, access to good conversations. I was reading this morning. You read the 48 Laws of Power, right? Absolutely not. Really? Never? <laughs> Never read it. It's a good book. Um, but one of my favorite chapters is there is avoid the unhappy and unlucky. And like people, there's always something wrong, always somebody else's fault. Everything bad's always happened to them. And then the point is that there's usually something that caused that, right? And it's usually an internal thing. And they're 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 like the bearer of all their their bad stuff. And um, you know, it does say in there, it says, hey, if people have, you know, somebody was paralyzed in a car accident. Obviously, it's a different situation, right? We're not going to avoid them. Like, oh, now they're, it's, it's the people of, uh, that are in those positions of their own doing, but it also says in the reverse of that, it's like, put yourself around people that are happy, successful, doing well, right? And it's that that old saying, like, like my grandmother used to say, if you hang out with the trash, you smell like a trash, right? Um, and that's the same thing. Like, you hang around with good people. So, like, this conversation like being able to listen to this can put good things in your mind and spark good ideas or like, you know, steal some of our energy and use it because what you said with that ad, I actually went and wrote it down. Um, it's just a, a brief thing, but I said like inbound comedy and I said negative comments about Case Connect, B-roll of training and then results and a call to action. Like that's an easy video, hilarious video, whether it converts or not, that's something that like attorneys are going to get a kick out of. And it's more branding for us. So it's like just having that conversation and jamming with you led to a good idea for an inbound might be really good. Well, and I think that's actually, that was why we started this thing in the beginning was so I we, would, we would talk, we would talk on the phone, but we would be a lot of rambling and shit talking, but then it'd be like, just from those conversations, we both would get something out of it, whether it was me who initiated the co the question or you initiated the question, right. or we were just jamming on stuff and we were like, hey, I saw this and I think you could do this, this and this, or hey, this copy, blah, 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 or, you know, hey, at this level, you should be doing this kind of stuff. It was This was super good for us. It helped both of us. We're like, why don't we just share it? Right. In a way where it's not just, it's just from our personal experience and our conversation. But yeah, I, mean, I think that it, for both of us, it's like, hey, these are, these are things that when it comes to ads in particular, something we're both pretty good at, but it's also, you know, so many people, you have to differentiate yourself. So many people are doing the same fucking shit in ads and it is part of it's building your brand, but it's also being willing to test and make mistakes. I'm going on a little rubber hole. I actually really wanted to, I actually really like the, the 48 hours law that whatever you talked about. And it is kind of the same as like, you are the sum of the people you're around with. Right. You're the sum of the environments you're in. Right. You know, those things are all very important. And I know that you and myself have been very meticulous in putting ourselves in those situations and being around those people that are going to elevate you. And so it's, if you're around people that are constantly try, trying to learn or constantly trying to get better. And I think that is the key to success is this desire to consistently get better to right. go after i guess a form of mastery and whatever your craft is right but yeah if you're if you're around people that are negative then you're going to be fucking negative you got to remove yourself from the situation and sometimes it might not be as easy physically to do that so you have to go around whether it be on the internet or in certain groups of, of people that are going to take you up you know i think um you know i think about that a, a lot as that is 
something that when we bring clients in and, and we're very conscious of what I noticed, especially with gym owners who got their ass kicked through COVID, you know, because here's this thing that's going to keep you healthy. And a lot of people had great businesses that were just thriving. Yeah. And then they got shut down, which was out of their control. Right. And, you know, I speak part of this is like part of this from my personal experience too. Like it took the wind out of my sales. You went through it just as much as everybody else did. Yeah. Like it took the wind out of my sales. And then eventually you just get to a point where you're like, am I going to let this, this negativity, am I constantly going to go back to and focus on? Am I going to be let that control the, the future outcomes or am I going to change my situation? You know, so when we, I do talk to people, when I talk to gym owners that are, you know, they'll tell me, oh, we have this. And I hear them bringing up COVID. And I'm like, hey, man, like, I totally get it. And then we have to we have to dig in there. And we have to find out what their beliefs are like. What's their actual mindset at their current time? Because your mindset itself is going to dictate your future success. Dude, it's so, I can give you the best. so important. Yeah. So if like you're somebody so, who had a negative experience or only focuses on the negative, well, you're putting that energy out there in the universe. And that's what you're going to get back. If you surround yourself with negative people, you get negative outcomes. If you think about negative things, you're going to get negative outcomes. It's even like if we're going to continue talking about ads, you're generating leads or, you know, in, in our game, it's like lead gen to sales call or sales appointment to client. And if I generate a hundred leads in a gym, 10 to 20 of those people are going to become clients now within like 24 hours to two weeks. 10 to 20 of those leads are never going to become clients. They're shitty. They're the ones who are like, I didn't fill out my form. Or I didn't put my information. It's like, well, then how the fuck did I get it? Right. Because you literally have to click multiple buttons in order for this to happen. <laughs> That's you have great. To type Somebody loved you and knew you needed this and filled it yeah. out for you. You should thank whoever yeah. that is. Yeah. So, oh, you didn't fill this out. Well, somebody thinks you really need this. So we should probably talk about it. Don't you think? <laughs> so it's like, you know, so, but so many people instead focus on that as, as opposed to, Hey, now I have these other people that actually can get my help. And it's when you just shift that focus, it's like, cool, I'll make these calls. I'll have these conversations. I can truly help people. But when you only focus on the negative, then you get no signups or the people that are like, Hey, here we have those opportunities. Those are the ones who get the super high lead to close rate of like 30% or something like that. When it's, you know, that social traffic. So I just think it is so important of what you focus on is what you're going to get because it's just it, that, that focus, that energy begets the actions you're going to take. And it's the actions you take determine the outcomes you're going to get. I agree. I think that that was a really good reading for me today and I needed it. Um, yeah. Dude, I'm kind of pumped on this little script. I have like a lot of fucking ideas. I'm ready to like, I'm ready to like literally sit up and walk out and fucking and film this right now. I, I see you distracted. Today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a job. I'm going to do uh, I got to drop into a shit ton of creative soon. So yeah. I need to, I need to make a bunch of ads. I've been putting That's off one. creative because I was like so fucking burnt out from like filming it. Um, but I have to do some today and I'm thinking like, how can I make this happen today? Um, well, I mean, just go and screenshot every single one of those. Right. And then just take testimonials and this storyboard it and send it to AG to rip it up, put it together. Yeah, dude. I got to do the editing though, dog. My editing. My editing. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, dog. Well, that's what I was talking to. Uh, I want to get into do some YouTube stuff as we were talking. And I was talking to somebody that's pretty, he's super good at it, working with some pretty good names. Dude, a lot of spam. He's like, oh, yeah. YouTube, man, all spam. It's weird. I know. I, you weird. know, I've done it. I've done in the past with the gyms and we had a little bit of minor success. I didn't go with it long enough, but I do know that creative is extremely important on Facebook and Instagram, uh, your videos and your images and stuff like that. But you also have like the written word, which can really help you. Um, 
a lot of people like short copy, but we use short, we use long copy. That really does actually truly help pre-sell your prospect. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, but you can get away with maybe a little bit shittier video, you know, but, you know, once you go to the world of YouTube, you the copy is still very important as like in the script you're using. It's closer to TV. Yeah. And so, which is also like the production, the quality of the editing has to be really good. Yeah. Um, and these are, I mean, again, at the same time, these are assumptions I'm making. I would say I'm very, very good media buyer on the meta side. I wouldn't say I'm a great media buyer on the YouTube side. Um, so I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to go to the people that are very good. So yeah, we're looking at doing that. And when I was talking to him, he's like, Hey, we have these options. I was like, listen, I don't, the editing, the making it look fucking super good is what I need. Like big time. Yeah. I want some help. If you know, like the strategies that work really well, which would be good, but I also need to have that final piece. Whereas you have that and you like doing it, man, my computer if I have two, I, I just always have a million tabs open. I need to get a new computer Bro, uh, because it's not, like overheat. Your computer is a user. Your computer is perfectly fine. It's the user, dude. That's user. No, it's, dude, I, you just I need to shut so. your tabs down because Google Chrome Never. uses a ton of RAM and all those tabs are just killing your RAM. I'm going to double the tabs today. And then you're going to half your productivity because your computer is going to be slow. Speaking of screens, you know I got this giant like – g9 lg thing that wraps around me yeah you know, I've, I've been working in the metaverse i don't know why dude it's so cool so like i put on the headset and it pairs to my computer my screens here i can have up the five screens i got like two vertical ones on the side one here one above it one below it dude it's insane i can pinch it move it make it bigger move it around and i'm working on all these screens on my computer boom boom boom, boom. and then like you go to virtual like coffee shops and people were like like you saw the video where like the chick was like, Hey, welcome. First time I saw you here. And they all, they're, they're like, come sit over here. You change your seat, dude. You click here and move the seat. And then I can change your seat. I'm talking to a bunch of people from Toronto. They're like mechanical engineers. See, like you're social. The dude, reason was, I'm on. It was so cool. You're social. So I like being on the internet game. So I don't have to talk to fucking people. Well, yeah, I, I can, no. I can do I, my work. I agree. In, you know, I, I have no problem talking to my team members or my clients uh, or prospects, but I don't. Yeah, dude, I'm like, I shut down. You thrive with talking to other people. Thrive, I don't fucking thrive. Let I don't somebody fucking go talk to other with people. An open ear. Let somebody walk by me with an open ear, and it's on, dog. It's on. I will. I will beat your head in for an hour if I have it. Um, but to that point, with your team, I know, like AG yesterday, we did a we did a um, a whole support. We built a support page and created support tickets for support teams so people can like contact support. We have a number tied to it and it like notifies everybody that there's a new ticket submitted. We did that in the metaverse yesterday. We did that in Horizon meeting rooms. We were literally sitting there talking to each other. I was sharing my screen on there. I walked over to the whiteboard and drew some things out, like how I wanted the flow to go. And like we were working together. It was actually really cool and engaging. And you can't look at anything else. You're literally in that room. You sit down at a desk. You can change the way your desk looks. And you're, you can pull your computer screen up in front of you at your desk, or you can just minimize it and talk to the person face-to-face. -face. So you're, we're all sitting there with our computers. We're sharing screen at the board. We're all looking at it. It was really cool. And I think the novelty helps you work more. Sometimes like... You get a new computer, you get a new keypad, you get a new whatever, yeah. new camera, you want to podcast more or video, make more videos. Like yeah. the novelty helps out a little bit. It's not, it's a short-term band-aid, but it was really cool and engaging. And I, I felt like I was fully immersed. Yeah. No, I, and I totally, I agree with you on when something's new, it's you're, you want to use it. 
the novelty aspect. Do you also think, because there's lots of companies that had physical buildings that then went remote and are like, nah, fuck remote, like get in here. I mean, to me, one of the things that I'm hearing is it's here's a way for remote workers to be in an office together. And there is a level of collaboration where, you know, you're doing your shit and then you have an idea and you can jam and you can get it quick. And it's not just a Slack message or it's not like hopping on Zoom and people are on their fucking phone or whatever when you're doing it. Like you're actually interacting and feeding off that energy. Like it sounds like that is helping you guys. You're like in that grit. I literally told all the guys that I'm like going to comp them if they buy their headsets. But you're literally in a room. You're fully immersed. You can't look at your phone. You're in that room. Dude, so have you seen Ready Player One? No. Why do I know that? Um, it's a huge movie. It's all about VR in the future. It's like pretty much what the future is heading towards. So they were all and saying that that's what that's what they were calling it. Ready Player One yesterday when I was yeah. Was so like that's what it is. And then if you look at uh, you know, an Apple revealed their VR headset. Sick. You know, I was looking at something and and they're like Apple's very intentional in the things they do. So when they first bring in the shot where the person's putting on the headset and it kind of goes around and they put it on and you see it like that is literally the scene from ready player one, which is where everybody gets so consumed in virtual reality. Like that's where their lives are that they ignore like their family members, their kids, everything else. It's a very dystopian future. You know, I'm going to probably watch it this weekend. That is probably the direction that we're heading. Like with all the AI, with VR, everything like that. It's going to be a fucking combination of Ready Player One and Terminator. And we're probably a couple decades away from that shit. Did you notice Apple is the greatest marketing, branding, positioning machine? Dude, they're so good. Steve Jobs was a fucking marketing genius. Yeah. Did you notice they didn't mention VR one time during that presentation. They didn't did mention augmented reality. They didn't mention the meta quest. They didn't mention the meta. They didn't mention anything. They made it a new thing. This is Apple Vision Pro. They mentioned nobody else, nothing about the space, nothing what other people are doing. They they frame this as this is That's this cool. thing. I didn't and they that. didn't mention anything about anything. This is a new thing. This is what it is. And they use no terminology from anything that's in production or being used today. They didn't say, today you're used to blah, 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 but with Apple Vision, no. They just talked about Apple Vision and how this is what this is and this is its own thing. They position it like yeah. it's completely different. This is Apple Vision, everything else is VR, AR. They didn't mention it once. I didn't notice that. And that's awesome. Like if you look at their, any of their product launches, like if you think about the, the iPod, they weren't the first person to do an MP3 player. Sure. But they were the, but, when they did and they launched, they completely did it. They, they made sure that it was. But it wasn't an MP3 so player. It was an iPod. Well, that's exactly it. It was an iPod. It wasn't an MP3 player. It was completely different. And like, <laughs> I actually saw somebody using an iPod the other day in the gym. It was hilarious. Um, and I was gangster. like, that person is fucking serious about training. Yeah, yeah. Um, they don't play. And he was Jack, so it makes sense. But uh, yeah, I think that's right. Like, I didn't, they do that. They're very intentional. It's like, hey, this is our thing. And they've done that even. Even when they did the, when they first launched their computer, there was the whole thing. It was, you know, you have Microsoft and everything like that. It was all about, um, hey, uh, or Dell or whatever the old fucking computers are back then. I think it was Microsoft. It was like, you just plug in your other computers and all that shit. And, and we have this entire ecosystem where different manufacturers have their things. And Apple's like, nah, 
you can't customize. This is what it is. This is an all-in-one. It's just Apple. It's our per, our ecosystem and our they thing. They position their thing, and as they've their done own that thing. all the time. Yeah, they always do that. It's not. A, yep, it's it's completely you know, different. And that's something that, especially with Legion, and I see this. I see this happening with a lot of entrepreneurs, and um, I've honestly always done that with Legion. Is like if there's something that we're going to do that's going to help our client, we're doing it in-house. We're doing it internally. Yeah. Maybe I'll might have to go learn from somebody that I think is going to be doing it, but we're, we're not referring out you sure. know, to something that we can do. But ironically, Apple refers all their stuff out. The same people make the chips, the same people make the manufacturers. Like if you really look at like, now they're doing their chips in-house, but if you really looked at it, Intel was doing all their chips for the longest. It's their branding and yeah. their positioning and how they do it. Well, so that, that's exactly it. When you look in their site, this is spatial computing. Like awesome. anybody that knows anything, it's like, it's VR and AR. That's all it is. Everybody that knows anything about it, they're like, that's not what it is. But they're they're coining this Apple Vision Pro. It's spatial computing. It's a new opportunity. It's a new name. It's a new, dude, they are so fucking smart. Well, it's interesting because when we, you and I met, we were talking about it and I was like, you get it? Yeah. And then you also have the meta, Meta's ones. And it was Mark Zuckerberg put out a statement out or his email to like the team, pretty much like, hey, they're going after different things. Where And you look at it, it's like, from my understanding, it is like meta is more about that collaboration in augmented reality and virtual reality. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, it's, whereas Apple was more like, you know, just, yeah, like spatial computing. I think that's a really good way to do it. Where it's like, it's all of your activities. It's all on this thing and all that stuff. Whereas more like, I feel like it was more collaboration based in there. So it'll be interesting to see because they are there. And, and that is also important when you think about positioning is, very similar things, but now they they feel like two completely different opportunities in a very similar field. So it would give you currently either a reason to just go with one or to go with both, you know, but you're not going to necessarily compare one or the other. They're different. And, and they've positioned it's like, if you want this, this is that. If you want that, this isn't it. You're right. They, they, would, they would have to get both. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so now I know, I know which one maybe was going to be a good fit for me, or maybe I'll do both of them and stuff like that. It's not like, well, Hey, we're the same thing. So we got to just lower our price, which is what most business owners do. Most business owners don't go and it, going back to Apple, since they're not usually the first in the market space, what most people try and do, I was talking to somebody else, like, I think I have so much competition. I just need to lower my price. I'm like, well, then you'll just continue to go out of business. Right. Cause if you lower your price, there's a barrier, there's nothing to a degree, depending on the service that you offer, like there's a barrier that you can go before you're completely fucked. Like you just literally can't scale. So, but if you're just competing on price, like that is the worst moat to have in your business. It's not a moat. It's like, an, it's an invitation for people to come take you over. There's always somebody that can go cheaper. So then now, and now you are literally just being compared on this and this, and it's only price that you can use to try and sell your fucking service or your product or whatever. Some industries, some things, that's totally fine. But this is an easy way. It's like, hey, we're new. This is not it. These are two different things. It's used for different things. So don't compare us to that because it's different. And that's what, even though like the, re the reality is they're relatively similar. So yes, they do different things, but that's what businesses really need to do. It's like, how are you using your positioning to differentiate your brand uh -huh. so that even if you're a gym, you can't be compared to the gym up the street. If you're a PI attorney, you cannot be compared to the PI attorney up the street. Dude, masterclass, man. This the, this Apple thing was a masterclass on like positioning. Yeah. A masterclass. So good. That's really good. That was really but good they observations are, on your part. They are, they are the, the, the goats. I mean, the Apple is Apple for a reason.
Yeah. But God, you know, that's one of the things we're talking about. I don't the two two brands I wouldn't bet against actually three brands I wouldn't bet against would be Apple, even Meta. I wouldn't bet against Meta and then any Tesla or anything Elon Musk. Yeah, anything. So Elon like Musk, right. Like, yeah. Like it's pretty it's pretty cool to see in, in the age that we're in, like you think you read about the Titans like Rockefeller and stuff like that, and you see like you're seeing it right now, and then you add in like Amazon. Like it's pretty fucking interesting. And Amazon takes some big bets and swings and sometimes they shut shit down and they keep going. So it's Amazon's doing like a cell phone now. They're doing like a oh, cell phone are? service. Yeah. Dude, I think it's like oh, service, yeah, users. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know, but I saw I did see something about about that yeah and that's that's how they go in that's how they do it they go part that's part of how they they go so fucking cheap that they can lose money because they can sustain it and then they take market share amazon is reportedly trying to offer prime subscribers free cell phone service like dude that is just so insane there's going to be three businesses in the future (sighs) it's going to be amazon it's going to be something with elon uh, and then it's going to be Apple. <laughs> That's going to be your only choice. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I think on that dystopian note, we should uh, we should call it. Guys, just be one of those companies to be bust. Or make your there money you down by land because they can't take that all over. Man. Just get out yeah. now. It's over, baby. Catch y'all next week. Thanks for listening. If you're learning from us, I want you to share this with other business owners who are hustling just like you. Oh, and don't forget, give us your social so we can have all the info. See you on the next one.